1: Alrighty, Bats fans, welcome to episode 6 of the um, Bat Chat podcast. I think it's episode 6, I don't know, it feels like we've been doing Ep- these for a while. So Episode, episode, seven. episode 7, thanks Matt, sorry. Um, so yeah, welcome to episode 7. Uh, my name is Andy and I have with me Nigel uh, Preston and also Matt Buckle. So it's currently um, midday over here in St. Moritz, nice, uh, nice sunny weather. I've just finished a track session and... Uh, Nigel and Matt, it's kind of looked pretty dark, pretty cold back there in Bendigo. So we're going to be chatting um, all things bat news for the last week, obviously been a big week in AV with Sandown Relays, one of the more famous races on the AV circuit. Um, so we'll chat about how the bats went there. We'll also chat a little bit about what I've been up to and then also look ahead to Bandur Cross Country. So the state champs, um, one of the biggest races of the year, which I'm really looking forward
0: to following along from here. So um Nigel, a big welcome to you. Welcome. Thanks Andy. Yes, it is uh feels like 5.9 here in Bendigo at the moment. So we're a little bit jealous of your Strava and Instagram feed over there mate. It's good. But good to have Matt on the show as well. Welcome Matt.
2: Yeah, thanks Nigel. Thanks everyone for listening. Good.
1: Yeah, so it's I think at the moment it's uh 24 degrees in St Moritz and it's been sunny every single day. So um yeah, been getting around with the shirt off a fair bit, um, rolling a lot of the Ernie old singlets, which has been good um, because I I got a lot of their new singlets back when I was in Bendigo and I couldn't wear them because it was too cold. So it's um it's good. Been wearing a lot of their new range, which is exciting. But um yeah, so without Brady, we'll see how we go. I think we'll be fine because Matt, we've got Nige to hold us together here. He's the um he's the good one at kind of keeping us on track.
2: Hopefully.
0: we'll be good we'll be good that that I feel like since I haven't been running so much because I've been injured I've just been organizing teams and uh, if anyone else any of our listeners are involved with organizing teams for AV relays they'll know just what a, a juggle it is and I almost wish Andy we only had one team because now we have 11 teams and we had we ended up with 36 runners at Sandown, which was still a great turnout for us. But a lot of people coming off Gold Coast, a lot of people obviously really peak for that Gold Coast race. And so that does affect Sandown, as we ch- chatted about on last episode. And you've got to put your entries in on the Monday before. So that means you're kind of working everything out. And then I think we had three athletes get COVID on the week. And so, yeah, big juggle. I, I took the kit ready to run, but um, didn't quite get the call up. It's uh, it
1: makes me actually slightly miss back in the day when we had one men's team, we may have had a women's team, may not have, um, and we definitely didn't have any juniors, and it was just so, it was so much easier. But I suppose it's, um, I don't know we're really good, and it's really good to have Alice Wilkinson. She really helps out with that women's team. So, um, mm. I don't know. It's probably one thing we can get better at, Nigel. I feel like you do a lot of the heavy lifting. So hopefully. Hopefully next year, as our numbers continue to grow, we can kind of have some um, some captains that might look after the div, all the all the different divisions and the juniors and all that. But it, um, I don't know. I'm probably you're agreeing with me when I say it's good. There's only one more relay. To, uh, relay race left for the year
0: oh mate, i'm thrilled and i'm so excited now about bandura because it's like just tell me if you need a bus and uh just make sure we've got enough runners to make the team like the numbers of of athletes per team so obviously six in the premier um we need five for our div four team and then four for our div seven team in the men's and then at the women's at the moment it's only three athletes but still they can be um you know fitting different athletes into multiples of three, six, five, four, it it starts getting complicated and then the juniors are three. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it gets gets like uh very complicated basically. So now it it's just like talking about it. Come to Bundur come to Bundur if you can. That's great, please. That's all yeah. I need to know. But uh yeah. it was really re- yeah, really great, wasn't it Matt, to see the numbers down at um Sandown. It just felt like there was blue uh Bats shirts running through every couple of minutes down there, which was great. And he was there again. How many athletes? A Thirty-six, and we had eleven teams. So, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, we had around fifty at St Anne's at Ekden, didn't we?
0: We did. Yeah. 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 So a few away with um with Gold Coast, obviously, or recovering from that. So yeah, it's always a bit of a bit of a um challenge getting around Gold Coast, but I'll start with the under 20 girls. So they've been rolling along really well this season. Um, Phoebe, Tully, um, and who else was in that lineup? Tully. Um, Tully and Tully. That's why I couldn't remember the other name. Um, but they're sitting second at the moment on their on the ladder to Geelong and Geelong have done really well. They've won four out of the five rounds so far, but, um, yeah, those girls were, were second, um, again on the day. Um, but do, doing really well there. Just Part of it is kind of turning up every week, but um, props to Tully Rowe. She ran St Anne's, um, the Ekaden, and she was quite sick. She was quite unwell that week, but she still fronted up because of that teamwork, you know, that team aspect. And um, I'm not condoning that you should run sick, but um, she'd kind of been ill that week and rocked up, which was good. And then junior boys under 18, so fourth place and ninth um obviously with harrison running up in div one that takes out a bit of a gun uh gun runner out of that under 18s but they still did really well there to finish fourth and and ninth there was a nice little video that ave um featured ave actually on the bats um, that
2: was a good little edit yeah i I
0: saw that that's the um that's the lowest the boys have finished
2: yeah
1: rounds isn't it fourth they've, uh, they've won every single round so um i think so it's a it's a good sign if you've got your juniors, um, especially with those women and boys. Like it's not where it's not like we're just one of those age groups. Um, both doing really well. So it's uh I don't know, I know in a few years I'll be having to work pretty hard to keep my spot in Div one, which is exactly what you want. And I think it's a sign of um, yeah, a good, successful club going in the right direction. So it's yeah. it's good to see those junior teams consistently coming along and getting that really good buy in, I think, and being part of the team. Like um, I know I was chatting to Tally and she really wasn't feeling great ahead of the Ekadon. Um, <clears throat> but she was always gonna run because she wanted to help her teammates. And I think that's um that selfless act is not something you see in running very often. So it's so good to see. Um yeah. It happened in a relay, so yeah. Do you want yeah. to, you want to talk about our our
0: women's? This is a bit of yeah, a standout, yeah. class, so it? um, really standout round here in that we were second in the div five team, um, and then we debuted Jin McCormick, um, in the div four team, um, and yeah, she ran a blinder, I believe she was the ninth fastest women's time of the day, um, and uh. Yeah, just looked right at home. I chatted to her before the race. She was fairly nervous, feeling a bit rusty. Um, She said she hasn't run for at least four years, maybe five years in XCR. Hasn't raced in in XCR, yeah. Um, And uh, obviously she's had a baby in that time, so she was like, you know, um, not sure how it was going to go, basically, I think. And that's, as you would both know, if you've been away from the sport for a little while and not raced, you can train as much as you like, but until you step out and, and race, it's a completely different thing. So, yeah, Jin ran beautifully. Ness ran um, Ness anchored that, and then Alice was second runner there, and, um, yeah, they they dominated that. I'm, I'm excited about them. Almost, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but, Andy, I'm pretty excited about next year for that team when they're up. Between. Yeah, well – I was just,
1: I was just thinking, like we've got some friends at AV, so like surely those, surely we can skip Div three and and just jump straight into Div two. I reckon with that team, um, I'm sure people won't won't complain about that. They are. Uh, oh, they never they, complain. No, they don't. Um, but though, like I don't know, if you if you have that team there, I think um, it'd be great for those for those girls to get or well, ladies to get challenged a little bit. But um, mm. I don't know, yeah. hopefully they'll they'll enjoy because that that women's team really slipped off a few years ago and it's um it's really building now and it's good that we can have a div or two teams um mm-hmm. yep and yeah hopefully um like it's pretty exciting having gin around and i know um i know she was pretty nervous because she was she was actually just meant to do a workout and she was like oh i could just do this as the um as av and she loves getting around the bats and she she actually comes to most tuesday sessions and um thankfully she's taking she's filling in for me at um at adp my day job so she's um it's really good and she's really involved and i was chatting to her after Sandown down and she's just like oh i just love the team support that um that happens with the bats which is really cool that it's um like she's running div four like yeah, she's pretty far down for someone who literally represented australia a few years ago but she's still just loving being part of a team like she's not Oh, I have to be up in div one. That's where all the fast people run. Um, yep. here we've got someone who represented Australia and is happy to run Div four for the team. So it's, it's
0: um it's, it's awesome. Just so encouraging, isn't it? You know, this was she was sixteenth at the two thousand and eighteen COM games. Like sixteenth, you know, she didn't just run around. She won the Melbourne Marathon in twenty sixteen. So yeah, this is top level sort of athlete here. So it's just really fantastic. But um, I hope she keeps coming and keeps rolling. And and I think that's fantastic. But I think we also got to acknowledge Alice Wilkinson's been like the backbone Mm. of that women's team. And she's been corralling runners, but it's been really great to see others come along. Um, Beck Wilkinson's been running She's got a stressy at the moment, so we hope she gets over that soon. Um, we've got Ingrid, we've got Anna, we've got Ness. Juliet's been, Juliet travels all the way from Swan Hill to come and yeah. race. Um, you know, like it's just so cool to see people um, want to be part of that team. Um, and, you know, as you said, it was really 50 plus, 40 plus for a long time. So it's great to have her. Actually, a viable women's team happening now, which is cool. Uh, yeah. And then in the men's, we did have a, a 50 plus. They finished eleventh. The 40 plus were fourth. Div seven was se- second. Because um, there's a there's a Sandringham. Boy. Sandringham, that's right. I yeah, so I that. think it must be
1: their must be their first year. I think in AV, and they've just been put in Div in Div seven, and they've got um, Will Garbalotto who who's Probably running top ten times, um, and they've also got another pretty handy runner there. So mm. um, the boys will be shattered because I know they were enjoying within, winning Div Seven every week, and now they're getting rolled. So it's going to be a tight one between um, between them and Sandringham. Obviously, we'll still have Div Seven all the way through to uh, Burnley and that. Whereas I'm not sure if Sandy will rock up there. So it's going to be a it's going to be a close battle there for that Div Seven uh, it championship.
0: It is there. They would basically be leading, but they didn't run the third round at all. Um, So that dropped them out of the picture, and obviously we rocked up and and took 11 points. So, yeah, that swung it completely. But, yeah, that that was so fast. And then Div 4, you know, really strong um, result. I know uh, the chat on the bus was between... Steve Rees and the Beast and a, a few guys in that team—they're like, "Oh, we're going to win by seven minutes. We're going to win by ten minutes," you know, thinking they have got to almost lap the next team. And then it came down to about two or three minutes in the end because the competition was still pretty stiff there from Ivanhoe. Uh, yeah, and
1: that's Ivanhoe's top team, isn't it? So um, it is. Yeah, you come against, you come up against some pretty good, um, pretty good runners there. So, but it's, I don't know, that's it's pretty good that we've got not only our div 1 team doing well but also our div 4 and all that there's there's good strength there so they they're undefeated aren't they nights the div 4 they yeah
0: yep. they're undefeated so far so we'll just keep that rolling as is the div 4 women's team as well and uh, so that they did really well that was um that was cookie the beast ran first then jake delaney he got the late call up because someone else in the team was sick so he got swung in there Uh, Matty Heislers who's run every round so far which is great, Steve Van Rees and then Brian McGinley and so Jamie and Brian both um, coming straight off uh, Gold Coast Marathon the week before so do you want to talk about that a little bit Andy?
1: Yeah um, it was I couldn't believe how fast uh, Brian ran like he he ran extremely fast which yeah a week after a marathon I know a week after my marathon I was I, I don't think I was running yet. I was still, like, it was taking me 10 minutes to walk downstairs and trying to sit down, just my quads were. So, um, yeah, I don't know, That's it's an impressive effort, but I just really hope that um, that Brian isn't getting back into things too quickly because you need to really, I think, respect the physical um, demand of training for a marathon, but then also the mental um, demand. And I, I know Brian had COVID uh, two or three weeks before Gold Coast, so maybe that's what's helped him kind of bounce back because he – he didn't go in super tired, but um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely like one of these things that's it's quite hard for us um, is is selecting the team, and because it is so challenging because it's a six k cross, well, a six k road race, sorry, and um, it's not like we had we hadn't had an AV um, race for a little bit where all of our people that were running Sandown had raced against each other, so it's really hard to try and compare. Mm. Um, but we all we all decided that we. We would go with that, um, we'd look at it risk versus reward and obviously selecting someone like Brian and Jamie both were put in our Div 4 team purely because Brian had, had done Gold Coast Marathon and, and Jamie had DNF'd. Um, and it was just too risky to try and put them in because they, and I know that if I if I asked them on race day, oh, what time do you think you're going to run? They would probably say, oh, I'm not really too sure. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel. Obviously, and obviously would. Um, yeah.
2: I remember talking brian mcginley before the race and he was like talking about his doms all week and like he was a bit nervous as well and then he comes out and just has a pearler like that's the risk versus reward yeah yeah exactly and that's him in that's
1: him in div four where there's not much pressure like imagine being put into div one where there's actually um there is a lot of pressure and i know a lot of the a lot of boys had a lot of pressure on him this round um and it's, that's the thing, we would, we're would we okay with getting second because we don't need to win every round. But if, if someone has a stinker and they literally have to walk it in or something like that and you come last, like that's really hard to recover from. Oh, I would. I mm.
2: Yeah. Especially uh, so far, like so close behind with like half the season to go, I reckon that could cost us like big time. Yes. Plus, yeah. to get the win is a plus for us as well. Like they'll be going to Div 3 hopefully.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm yeah exactly so it's it is it is challenging <laughs> like it's very hard to get that top six a hundred percent and it's not like we're we're not machines so you never know what someone's going to run on the day um but it's been really good most of most of the people part of the bats have said oh yep that's fair I'm happy to run there that's no stress at all like I know Brian for sure he would be like yep 100% no pressure I I actually want to run in Div 4 because he, he doesn't know what he's going to what he's going to produce and I think it's um I know I'm really proud of the the culture that's that's developed especially in that Div 1 team where nearly everyone in the team is happy to do what they think is best for the team like sure everyone everyone likes being in that winning team or the team that gets second or or whatever but I think every nearly everyone has been um willing to do what they Uh, what they think is best for the team which is really important and um yeah I don't know I think we're getting a little bit of that tall poppy syndrome where because we've been doing things a little bit differently we we have little race day tats we have a podcast we um we get Jeff Williams to write up a few um a few stories on Instagram and we're really trying to build a team I think some people get a bit um Jealous of that and really try to um, really try to bring us down. So I think uh, I think I don't know what's going on in Geelong, but obviously they don't have much going on where they have to try and um, I don't know pick on pick on us a little bit and bring us back down to their level. So um, I think they they need to find a few more hobbies to do um, because it just feels like I don't know be that tall poppy syndrome, which happens a fair bit in Australia. But I'm really I don't know really proud of everyone in Div Div One that ran on Saturday. It's a lot of pressure on, and I know glenn mcmillan um i saw a video of just after he finished and he's saying he's apologizing to the boys and i'm like mm. what are you doing you don't need to yeah. apologize like west we're, we're stoked to have you here and and we came second so like yeah that's a uh that's a really good result but um i don't know matt you're the one here that actually there's three of us here and two of us didn't actually even race on race day so do you know do you want to tell us a bit about your race this was your first sand down race in a in an open team, John, tell us a bit about your experience.
2: Yeah, well, la- la- last time it was very windy, and like the other week, it was actually not too bad. Um, going into the race, I was probably the most nervous I've been all year, just in terms of getting like first a medal. And um, I don't know, it was just like very good out there because we had it was like Jules Park, like spectator friendly all around the course um and except this time we're getting hunted where last time at gels it was you hunting down who wasn't nathan pierce yeah so it was a lot right. more pressure yeah um but I, I reckon it was still good to come away with second just because it was a tough ask <clears throat> Yep.
1: Yeah. how about your race tell us about how how you found two laps what do you think of the course all that kind of stuff
2: well, after the twelve k, uh, cruden, I felt pretty good, and, and like coming off Gold Coast ten k, so CK k wasn't too long for me. I was just more yeah. concerned with like, H the junior coming up. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Really cool. What What leg did you run? I ran second. Second. Okay. Which so I I... because Brady was usually second. Yep.
0: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Over from Nathan, you were a little bit behind the leader, weren't you? Yeah, I think it was
2: Glenn Huntley in front of us, I think. You might know Nigel. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I think Logan
1: Janeski yeah. Logan came in first for Glenn Huntley junior
2: Uh, okay yeah and then I think I was like 10-15 seconds behind and about 2k in I remember seeing Brady and he was just like you've got to get on him and I was with two other blokes at the time so I had to drop them and as soon as I got up to the Glenn Huntley bloke he just died so from about two and a half k I was just solo for the rest of the way but I think I did put in a few more seconds on second and third yeah, and it's it's quite interesting, relays
1: because depending on who's around you, it can really affect your race because, like, say, we look at Nathan. He obviously had people around him because he was at the start, and then sounds like you, Matt, you had someone in front of you and you chased hard to catch them, and then they just died, so you were kind of running by yourself. And then um, Brady was obviously running by himself, which was quite challenging. Um, and then we had Harry, um, and he actually had – um sticks kernahan yep so he had he had him to run with which um i know would have really helped him as well and then uh glenn was out there by himself and obviously was constantly knowing andre was chasing him so i think it just goes to show that during relays it's um leg times can really be different depending on how your leg plays out um and if you're, if you're running first, it's generally going to be quicker. Um, and then depending on who's around you from there on, it's, um, yeah, it really depends. And that's one thing I like about relays is it's, it's more so how you performed versus how your, um, how your time was. And if, if you did well for the team and if you caught someone or if you maintained the lead or something like that, that's what people talk about compared to like, Oh, what was your time at the end of the day? So, um, which you don't really get, you don't get that in running at all, because normally it's so time based. So um, yeah, I, was I don't know. We
2: oh, the, like there were four of us boys from Bendigo who ran the sub nineteen, and then you look at Box Hill and it was like a lot were over nineteen, and then it's just crazy how Andre Waring had such a good leg that brought him back to win by over thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, credit credit to him there. That was a um,
2: that was a I huge was, one.
1: Yeah, I woke up early and I was I was Facetiming you, Matt, and then also Ned a lot. And, um, yeah, you boys were getting worried and you were showing me the live feed of him catching. I'm like, oh, he looks pretty good. But um, I don't know. I think – so, yeah, what we finished second by – do you know what the time gap was in the
0: end there, Nigel? 38 seconds or so. And, um, yeah, huge run from Glenn. Like, um, huge run from Glenn, huge run from Andre. Because Andre was a minute 37 behind at that change and he just ran – Fastest time of the day, I think about thirty seconds clear of the next athlete. Was like, so
2: who who's and I think the yeah. second losses would have been was it Logan Janeski?
1: Yeah, it was, it was. Which actually yeah. that's a bit it's not really that much depth there. Like I know Logan's a good runner, but he's only just broken thirty. Um wished yeah. it's not um but obviously coming off coming off um Gold Coast, the depth was gonna be a bit low, but yeah, massive running by by Andre there. So, um, but I think, we, I don't know, it's, by oh, you go Nigel.
0: We, we sort of knew going in, like Andre is going to run really well. He's been what second and third to you for the whole series of XCR. So he's going to run well when he turns up. Um, and so we're thinking, all right, we probably need a minute and a half. We probably need two minutes on Andre here. So people just eked out all the athletes kind of eked out that, that gap um, really well. Um, And, yeah, I think as you mentioned before, like Harrison getting on the back of um, Kerner's was just fantastic opportunity. And I think if Harry had run by himself, he wouldn't have run that fast, I don't think. And he probably admitted it much afterwards, Matt, um, that, yeah, Yeah, that opportunity just worked for him. So, um, yeah, whereas Glenn's got to go out and just pace, just try to run as hard as he can, like hunted um, for the finale.
1: So, yeah, exactly. But um, with the ladders, we're still sitting pretty clear on top. Um, and, Nigel, do you know the gap off the top of your head? Is it 10
0: or 8? Yeah, I think it's 12. Let me check that. I know as well. Um, yes, yeah, 12. The good thing as well is that we, we did gain a point on St. Stephen's Harriers. We gained two points on Western A's and we gained four on Glenn Huntley. Um, so whilst we lost two to Box Hill, we actually did gain those and i remember i think 3 years ago we got to sandown and we finished 6th or 7th or something um because we just had a shocker like all of our good athletes were away at gold coast so i was nervous as a bit of the team manager guy of coming in going oh we're going to finish with a 6th or a 7th here and this could be season uh season going backwards but the boys pulled mm-hmm. through um did really yeah. well yeah
2: with the second yeah, you got it. I'll go. Yeah, with the second place on the day I was not disappointed. I was just like would have been obviously more happy with the gold. But I just like took two steps back and I was like, this time last year we weren't Div one and we've never won a premier medal. So that that's what made me feel a lot better about the second.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's like you, Matt, you haven't been you haven't been around the AV circuit for very long. Whereas um, like when Brady and I chat, we're like seconds. Awesome. Like, because we know for so long, we were nowhere near the podium and nowhere near div one. And if we're disappointed with second, um, like, it's just kind of like, let's just take a step back. Let's look how far we've kind of come. And it's, yeah, I think seconds is, it's still an awesome result. Um, So it's something we can be really proud of, but Looking ahead, so we've got a week off, which um, it feels like we haven't had a week off for a while because it's kind of been with Gold Coast in there and all that kind of stuff. But we've got um, Bandura coming up um, the following weekend. So, Nigel, do you know much about how the
0: team's looking there? Have you sussed out that? Yes, Shaping up pretty well. Uh, word on the street is that Archie Reed making comeback with uh, from Achilles tendinitis, so he's uh, he's back. He's just had a cold as well. Feels like every person in Australia has had a cold, um, so he'll be back, um, which is good. Brady's on board. Um, Nay Stotes on board. Brian, the Brian's are both on board, um, so looking good. Glenn McMillan's on as well, so I think we'll have. Probably our top nine in there as well. And Matt, are you lining up in the spikes, yeah, mate? Yeah, sure. Uh, Bundura. Bundura. Yeah. Uh, have we heard from the beast? Is he has he committed,
1: or we are not sure yet where he's lying?
0: Not sure where he's at, but that would be a very handy addition to the team. I think he'd go well over ten k up and over the hills there of Bundura. Yeah. Yeah. Bandura. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously teams are teams are going to look a bit
1: different for Bundura because the thing you've got to remember is it's. Um, it's the state championship so for all the juniors they have to run their age group if they wish to uh compete at nationals which is a pretty big goal for a lot of the juniors so um yeah luckily we haven't yes we've had some juniors running for us but we haven't um we haven't really depended on them over the longer stuff so i think we will um that won't really change our div one team too much um and I think we'll have, like, I know Tully's been getting a few medals um, and then obviously Jaden and Harry have been sharing first and second with Logan pretty close behind. So it's, it's going to be a pretty exciting um, exciting race for us with our, with our open uh, men and women but then also our juniors um, chasing some state titles. So uh, if you had to guess, Nige, put you on the spot here, how many winners do you reckon we'll have? Oh, race winners, do you yep. think? Ooh, mm. good question. Maybe as well four. As age group. Yeah, as well as age group. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly four. or
2: Maybe three. Yeah, I'm gonna go with
0: two.
1: Two. What? Who are yep. the two?
2: Uh, not sure the second, but definitely Harry or Jaden.
1: Yeah, Chelsea Tickles one to look out for as well. She could be um going okay I'm not sure where Tali's at I'm not sure if she's going to run just because she's still struggling to kind of kick this um bit of a cold she's had but uh yeah and that's the thing you can't sleep on Logan either he's uh even though he's a year younger he keeps those older boys pretty uh pretty honest and then Phoebe Lonsdale another one to look out for obviously got Angus McAfee, he'll be he'll be there in the bats tea, which is always um, very exciting. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good round, and I know Niger are excited because you just tell me if you're coming, I'll book a sit on the bus and I'll see you down there, kind
0: of thing, which is which is great. That's great. And Bundura is the course that everyone thinks of when they think of cross country in Victoria um, in all its shapes and sizes. And I know the course has varied a little bit. I think I first went there in like 1994, I'm showing my age to watch my brother run around, um, in one of the, the state championships back then. And, um, it's just always been just that carnage of the start at Bundura, running up a hill, you know, I'm just about to break into a Kate Bush song there, but like, it's just full on. And when people think, Oh yeah, I've done cross country at Bundura. It just has that thing about it. And mind you, by the second lap or third lap going up that hill, you're not really loving life that much, but um, it should be really good. I'm hoping we get a few people back as well from Gold Coast. So uh, I know Shepsky's likely to come back. Rory, um, Chris Armstrong, Nick McDermott, some of those guys who haven't been in the, in the bigger, broader bat side for a while, they're looking to come back um, post Gold Coast. So that should be really good. But um Mate, we should. T- I, I want to talk. I want to talk about you, Andy. What do you reckon, Matt? Have we got some questions for the the man?
2: Yeah, I reckon I want to ask what's it like compared to Falls Creek over there. Yeah. Ah, uh, good question. So it's very different. Um,
1: so like Falls Creek, you kind of at about one thousand five, one thousand six hundred meters above uh, sea level at the at the village, whereas here I'm about one thousand eight hundred. So you're a fair bit higher. And you kind of actually forget you're at altitude because there's mountains around you, um, that are kind of like 3000 odd meters. You kind of think that's altitude and you think you're just in the valley. Whereas, um, yeah, it's very nice. So many different spots to run. There's a track up here. There's a, there's a nice lake where you can do the threshold stuff. We did some stuff at the airport the other day. So it's, it, it's going to be very hard going back to Falls Creek because I normally love Falls Creek and think it's such a good training spot. Whereas, um, yeah in every way possible st moritz is better so it's uh apart from how much a coffee costs that's the only bad thing about um st moritz is it's very expensive and pretty crap coffee but it's um yeah it really doesn't compare to falls um because it is quite a fair bit higher and there's just so many
0: more resources around so it's
1: um yeah it's good fun
0: (laughs) sounds good and what's been your uh what's been your favorite session you've done there so far andy
1: yeah, uh, so I've only, I've done uh, three, so I did my third one this morning, probably my favourite one so far as we did a, I did a marathon workout out at the airport, which was 6K, 6K, 2K, 2K, um, and I quite like that, I did some 800s this morning, which were a fair bit harder, just because the, the increase in intensity, I wasn't quite used to that at altitude, um, so Um, it's a really, it's really important just to go to effort, um, rather than pace, because I reckon if you say, if you're doing 10 by 400, you're probably going to run them probably two or three seconds slower than what you would down at sea level. Um, so it's just really important to make that adjustment. But yeah, I think that, that big session, um, there's an, there's an airport, a few KOI that's just, it's just dead flat and you're, you're hurting and then you kind of look up and there's like these snow capped mountains in the distance and you're like, oh, this is a bit different to Huntley. (laughs) so uh yeah it's it's been good
2: I saw a um, video on your Strava with Liam Adams yep um, who else are you with like are you training as a group or
1: yeah so it's it's a bit of an interesting dynamic at the moment because there's there is the five Aussie Commonwealth Games marathoners here at the moment um being Eloise uh Sinead Jess Liam and myself um and within that there's three different coaches so Eloise and Sinead are both coached by Nick and Collis Um, and so it's it's quite funny we we try to work in where possible but we're not all doing the same thing Um, but I've kind of made a bit of a conscious effort to run with the group most days just because it's a bit more social um and because I'm kind of staying in an apartment by myself so most days I'm with someone and it's been really good like Collis is up here on the bike um, so he kind of keeps you company, and then there's also a um, a Vish who works for the VIS. So he's up here as well. He's a sports scientist, um, so he's kind of taking lactate, that kind of stuff, and keeps you company. Then we've also got a, um, a osteopath that's just come up, and um, yeah, which I've got to get to soon. So it's it's really good, and it's it actually feels like there's a bit of a team culture um, amongst us. Um, but then we also have. Um, like Izzy Bat Doyle, like, and she's not a marathoner, but she's going to come Games, so it's quite cool that there mm. is. I still feel like there is definitely a team culture amongst the training group, and even though a lot of us have different um, training partner, well, sorry, coaches, we try to make things work where possible. So,
0: yeah,
1: it's quite good. Not doing many solo runs, which, um, yeah, mm. which is nice.
0: That's great. So good. And so, how far out from uh, how far out from the games will you be heading over, Andy? Yeah, so I am here
1: till the 25th, and then I race on the 30th. Um, So I'll head to Teddington for a few days. Um, I'm not sure how many because they they originally told us we can't enter the village until 48 hours before our event, but now they're saying they want us there a day earlier than that. So it's all changing at the moment, and we need to get uh, PCR tests, 10 days out and then three days out and it's like the it's so it's actually so good having Collis here because he deals with a lot of that stuff because he's I think part of his his event lead with the marathons he's like the marathon coach so um I'd be a lost I'd be very lost without him because he's been helping me out so much you know no you need to do this or you need to do that or all that kind of stuff so it's it's awesome um and like we've even got these little elite athlete cards up here that get you access to the gym and the cable cars and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's very cool. And yeah, it's awesome. Um very glad I came over here just to kind of surround myself with the, with the AA team and then all the other runners. So it's, yeah, it's good fun.
0: So good. We're, uh, eagerly, uh, anticipating what's coming next for you, mate. And, uh, just a shout out we're planning a watch party in bendigo for you because now you you've actually told us what time it was going to be which is great because it's going to be 6 p.m australian i think or melbourne sydney brisbane time which is good because initially i thought it was going to be at 1am and over here and so we're trying to work out how are we going to stay up till 3am to watch you Uh, yeah
1: yeah, so we I actually just found out the other day what time it starts. Um and I'm quite lucky I'm at nine AM and the girls are actually at ten thirty and it's um I think Birmingham the other day was thirty degrees. So um it's one thing just be cautious of. Um and I'm quite happy over here it's quite warm. So we're kind of getting used to that. Um but nine AM it's I don't know, that's what time Hamburg started, and it's so good. Like I'd I'd really struggle with um with Gold Coast, I think that's a six AM start and getting up three hours before and eating rice, like just would not be fun. So it's um
0: yeah, it's gonna be good. So good. So good. Well mate, you have to bolt. Matt, have you got anything else to add? Uh predictions for Bandura.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah, where do you reckon we'll finish?
2: I I just hope top two really after the, um sand down. Yep. Do you reckon, I reckon our team's going to be more suited to Bandura
1: um, than Sandown? I think, I don't know, watch out for Brady. Like, he had a big five weeks of racing, and I reckon a week off, and I'm picking him to get in the medals, I reckon. Um, what about- and if he's if he's in the medals, that means Nath Stoat's not going to be too far away either. So, um, yeah, I reckon we'll go quite well. I reckon we'll win. Um, and I think you'll have a big run as well, Matt, and then I think our fourth, fifth, and sixth runners will be not that far behind. So I will win, um, and Brady for the medals for me.
0: No pressure. No pressure. But, hey, what... We've got to aim high, right? We've got to aim. Yeah, exactly. High. And I yeah. think it all makes sense. And uh, it's all about rolling out and doing it on the day. And uh, as we've said a few times, it's about that fourth, fifth, sixth runner. And if those fourth, fifth, fifth sixth runners can be really strong. And if um, your yeah, Archies, your Steve Van Rees, your Glenn and and, uh, and the Beast, if they can take points off some of those Box Hill runners and Glenn Huntley runners and St. Stephen's runners, then really sets us up so it's important it's a team game isn't it so yeah i'm very
1: excited i'm not even running um so i'll be uh my heart rate will be up on the saturday morning and i'll wake up early and i'll rely on some updates from ned Uh, um i'm guessing he's going down so it's um yeah i'm excited are you planning on running nigel or
0: yeah, I am. Yep. Just getting over a long hip injury, so I'll be getting around. I'm not gonna be in the medals, but I'll be out That's there, right, which is good. Ditch ditch that clipboard for once. That's right. Can be done. So good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, perfect. All right. I've got to get to a massage boys, but um thank you for giving up some of your what is it, Friday night? Joyce. Sure yeah. That's it. Yep. Lovely. All right. Thanks, boys. We'll catch up again in a few weeks. Thanks for
2: listening, guys. Good. See you.
1: See you. Bye.